everyone welcome to the withering effect episode 158 today's date is september 24th 2022 and i am duds or duds versus none to the rest of the interwebs and i'm jimbo you may know me as jimbo slice 23 today we have a special guest friend of the show member of ripple effect and channel 64 server casey plays games welcome casey hi everyone a little bit about myself Mm-hmm. I've been playing Minecraft for probably three years now, and I've been making videos for about a year. Little, you know, single-player series, and then I joined the Ripple Effect with Duds and Jimbo, and we recently moved over to Channel 64, which is uh, a good load of fun. Yeah, we've always talked about how underrated your content was, like, so many times. We, we feel like you do a really good job with your videos, especially for being so new to it. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, I've been learning a lot. I've watched you guys for a little while before joining Ripple. So, oh, nice. You're good, good role models. Oh no, don't don't do that. We're not role models. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, you guys need to be subscribing to Casey if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Really good content. Yes. Plus, he's got a giant trident. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Hey. D- I, we've known for like a month now. If people haven't figured it out, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Casey, what have you done this week? Anything fun you can share? So I have been working on my next Channel sixty four episode. Uh, there's lots of replay mod stuff to get through because we have a little some tryouts for our new town sheriff, and I released a modded single player episode on I think Tuesday. I know which is doing quite well. <laughs> it's good fun. It's good fun. I've wanted to do a modded playthrough for a little while now. And every time I've started it, I've died about 20 times. <laughs> and so far, I've only died once. So Ooh. I'm good. I'm doing good. <laughs> Seeing how well people received your modded single player has made me want... I already had been flirting with the idea of going back into my single player world and doing some stuff. Yeah. Because I really have a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it could be a nice break as Channel 64 is a very story lore driven SMP, whereas single player, I can just kind of be me, not have to worry. It's like, you know what? We're building a sheep farm today, guys. Let's go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've yet to watch it. But yeah, I can see how well it's doing. I have to jump on that. It was surprising because I thought modded would be a bit niche, but it was something I'd wanted to do for a little while. So I just went for it. Nice. Yeah. I'm happy. Happy camper. Mm. What about you, Jimbo? You actually been able to play Minecraft this week? Yeah, I actually got on this morning. I mentioned last time we recorded, I like to get on in the mornings mm-hmm. is when I feel like I'm mostly motivated to play. And uh, I was able to get on early this morning, like really early and jump on there. I did some resource gathering. I forgot to mention before, but I did do a redstone door before I took this little break. I made a 3x3 three three automatic redstone door. It's kind of a spoiler. It's a door that is like a hidden in the base. Mm-hmm. I was able to do that, but it's not... Usually I like to do my own redstone. It's a lot of fun when I'm able to figure this thing out, but a 3x3 three three redstone door might have took a while. So I was like, Let, let's just get this in. I did a tutorial. I can't remember who it was. I'll have to put a link in my next video. It'll be in my next video. Should be. Should be in my next video those are always fun to work with redstone doors mm-hmm. automatic ones at least mm-hmm. funnily enough i've just done a three by three redstone door 
Ooh, wonder if it's the same. It it could be. It could be. There's so many different ones. Funny enough, I've done a three by three redstone door. When? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I felt left out, so I wanted to. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> now you got to build one. No, I have to build. <laughs> Everyone thinks you build it, but yeah, I I got on this morning. I did some resource gathering to finish the room that I have to start my episode with. Mm-hmm. So I did all that. Did a bunch of digging. And I'm ready to start laying the blocks for this new room. And the thing is, I don't, I, I can't really spoil much more because it might not be in this next episode. It might be the one after. Oh no! I might not even have to decorate dun, dun, dun. this secret room just yet. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, time to record for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you? I did some single player stuff. Not not making an episode. My single player world has turned into my I have less than an hour of time to do anything. And I don't want to because so on channel 64, when I start that episode, it, it's there's a big grind at the front of the video that I've been kind of like, you know, pushing off because no one wants to do that. On the, I, I come home from work and I'm exhausted. So I'm like, eh, yeah, no. Nah. So I did some single player stuff, just again, piddling and really i think it's i'm gonna end up doing that i need to prune chunks in the single player world because this world was created before the nether update so i'm gonna clean the world up i'll probably do some laid back uh minecraft stuff just tidying up the single player world i guess you could say kind of prepping it for some actual stuff i actually have a skin that i made specifically for this series already done i started to work on a new logo carl says not good no, I'm just messing. <laughs> it, it it was it was a sample, or I should say, concept of what I'm doing for the people who are listening live. Some of you have already seen it. For those who haven't, I'm, I'm gonna post it in there so you can uh, you can kind of check it out. Carl's calling it a fake peen. Yeah, I think he's right about the checkerboard background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little off putting. It was just a screen grab. Deal with it. Anyways, I like it. <laughs> I, I, do need, I need to clean it up and make it a little bit better, but I think it's pretty good. And then today, I haven't been online at all today. I woke up at 7 in the morning, drove to my parents' house because their air conditioning unit in the attic has died, and I had to help my father replace it, which was rough. For those of you who don't know what the air handling unit is, so your outdoor unit is a condensing unit. Matter of fact, non-Americans who pretty much don't have central AC aren't going to have much idea. But the air handling unit is like 5 feet tall by 24 inches wide, 17 inches deep, and it weighs like 300 pounds. It's a big box. Yeah. And we had to lift this up into the attic. (laughs) So we get the old one out. And to get the old one out, we had to take it apart and like stomp on the thing to fold the sheet metal to fit through the hole. We were like, man, we're glad this new air handling unit is a little bit smaller than the old one it can fit through the hole spoiler it could fit through the hole Mm. so we started taking parts out over and over to try to get to fit through the hole we finally got to the point oh i'd have made a bigger hole no we could not make a bigger hole (laughs) oh okay oh man Uh oh it was it was between roof joists so to make a bigger hole we'd be cutting through the roof oh yeah so Essentially, we took the entire air handler apart piece by piece, brought it into the attic, and then rebuilt it in the attic. And this is the southern United States. So even though it's only like 85 degrees outside today, it was 115 in the attic. Oh, yeah. Really hot. Pain in the butt. 
which led to my funny story that I'm trying to get to. My parents' upstairs ceiling is nine feet tall. My dad only had a six-foot ladder, and it wasn't like a real construction ladder. It was like one of those cheap aluminum painter's ladders, you know, that says like, hey, if you weigh more than 200 pounds, don't stand on me. Yeah. We were climbing up and down that with heavy equipment. Anyways, I'm trying to climb out of the attic, going feet first, and I step on the top rung, and then, boop, the ladder goes away. Oh. <laughs> I catch myself on the opening and i'm just hanging there trying to kick the ladder and my dad just looks at me he's like why aren't you going down the ladder and i'm like there is no ladder <laughs> he's just <laughs> looking at me and he's like well i can't pull you up and i'm like i know <laughs> <laughs> now the other part of the story my mom was home my mom got in an accident at work and she's on crutches she physically could not walk up the stairs to help me in this situation Ooh. So she's just sitting there watching her son hang from the attic as I try to kick the ladder. Needless to say, I couldn't get to the ladder, so I had to kind of make a decision. And you know how A-frame ladders have that little bendy bar in the middle of it? You fold them up and you unfold them and it locks in place, yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I had to make sure my foot didn't get caught in that as I went down because then that would just, like, destroy my legs. So I kicked the ladder a little bit further and then uh, I decided, well, I need to lower myself somehow. So I go to lower myself and I just go, thunk, just slip right through it. I managed to grab on. This is what I'm proud of. I grabbed on with my fingertips and hung there for half a second. I was like, oh, I, I can I can catch myself. This is pretty cool. And then I look down and I go, okay, I only got about six more inches to go. Put my foot down and, uh, you know, just kind of drop. And you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't six more inches. It was about a foot and a half. So I hit the ground real hard. But when I hit the ground, I landed on my feet. I was like, oh, yeah. And I tried to kind of stumble forward a little bit. But we had blankets on the hardwood floor to keep the hardwood floor from getting damaged. And they slide really easy on the floor. So I landed on my feet, stumbled forward, and then the blanket just goes, Sunk! and I, on my face. Oh, no. Yeah, so I got a double whammy. Not only did I fall out of the attic, I landed on my face because of it. Uh, bad times. I got a nice bruise in my armpit from where I caught myself the first time. Oh, no. Mm. There's the attic story. That, that was my afternoon. That happened at like 10 a.m. this morning, and I still hurt from it. A couple of days ago, coming back from work, we had to drive two hours to work and then two hours back. Ugh. On the way back, we finally get to you know our main office where we clock out at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I get out of the truck, and both my legs immediately cramp. <laughs> right i'm oh. like oh my god like i hit the ground i'm like oh i pulled a hammy i think i pulled a hammy <laughs> so i i like get around to the back seat to gather up my stuff to take back to my locker and my co-worker that was driving he was like are you all right you gonna be okay and i was like laughing i was like yeah yeah i'll be okay so i shut the door and i go to come around the truck and notice my co-worker just left me in the dust he's back he's like already heading to the office and that's when i realized i could not walk i could not go any further my legs were just getting more cramped as i was moving so i just i went down i went down hard in the gravel i was like, i couldn't move i couldn't do anything <laughs> luckily other guys were coming in on our crew were pulling in and they saw me they're like are you okay man they were like laughing while i'm laughing and eventually i got up i stretched a little bit and i, and, you know, I was fine but yeah it's a pretty funny story just need to drink more water, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's the problem. They recommended pickle juice, but I'm not a, a pickle fan. 
Oh, hell no. Oh, I love pickle juice. I guess it's good for cramps. Ugh. I mean, it's just basically vinegar. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, similar to vinegar. It's how you make pickles is you put cucumbers in vinegar. Pickles. Right. Ferments. All right, let's, let's move off pickles. We only have one thing of Minecraft news. I'm not covering Bedrock Beta because it's constant change logs. And I keep hearing that the change logs aren't ever right. Like they say they fix some stuff and then they haven't. And I don't play Bedrock. So I, I don't know if it's true or not. We post them on the Discord. So if you guys want to read through them, you can. The other news is Frozen Planet 2 is coming to Minecraft Education Edition. Looks real cool. A lot of realistic models realistically minecraft models they're still cubes but looks pretty good uh, there's some cute penguins and stuff walruses there's some walruses there's definitely a killer whale eating a seal at the very end that i was like man that's kind of violent for me <laughs> that's something you'd see on like the planet documentary though so yeah it's educational it's educational yeah, for anyone who doesn't understand, the part where the killer will knocks the seal off the iceberg, doing it to eat him. <laughs> yeah. Those penguins look quite cool, though. Yeah, the penguins are cool. I like how they pick up the rock, because penguins do that. Yeah. They give each other pebbles. You see the bees at the end? No. Yeah, there's bees involved. It wasn't in any of the footage. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you look at the ending, like, I don't know, frames... Yeah, there's bees. They're like Minecraft bees, but more detail. More bee. Yeah, they're more bee-like. I did not see that. Now, I want to go back and look, but I'm not going to waste podcast time on it right now. Yeah. If there is a bee in the end frame, I'm sure they're doing it just to torment you. Probably. Oh, they're flies. They look like flies. They look like bees to me. <laughs> Anything that flies in Minecraft's a bee. They look like fireflies. No. Fireflies? You, you can't say fireflies. No, they're like big. Oh, oh, I'm very sorry. No, they're not fireflies. They they look a bit weird. Could be like hornets. Evil looking. Well, it's supposed to be frozen planet, so I'm sure it's something that lives in the cold. Right. Why why are they involved? Why are they gotten yeah. involved? Bees hate cold. Need to play Frozen Planet 2 or Minecraft Education Edition to find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do show like birds and I think gazelle. So no, it's not all frozen. Um, yeah, they've got like a an eagle. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's eagles that are in Arctic areas, but the gazelle. I hadn't seen the trailer, and I'm just skimming through it, and this looks pretty damn cool. It's a quick little trailer. Pretty neat. Hmm. We have terrain generation like these mountains that I'm seeing right now. <laughs> Caves and Cliff Part Four. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> Carl, he said the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's proud. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was the main bit of news we had. Not a lot going on. Everything has gone quiet because live is coming up soon. Yep. And it's it's kind of a thing. They they do that on purpose. They're all hard working on that. Looking forward to the upcoming mob vote. Yeah. Should be a little while till then. Listener comments, though, we have a ton of listener comments. Thank you guys for giving us all of this, because this is awesome. Like, some of these could actually be show topics, but we're going to go over th over them now. <laughs> so, first question comes from Zenith, and they say, 
and the two video series that Slice Lime re released where him and King B-Dogs visited Hermitcraft, they got into a discussion on how the devs don't like villager trading currently because it doesn't feel fun gameplay wise, continuously resetting a block for a mob trapped inside a 1x2 space. I'm curious what thoughts you could come up with to make villager trading more entertaining. They designed it that way though. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question though. It's a fairly recent change. Yeah, right. Considering how long villagers have been in. Yeah, I don't see villager trading as something that was designed to be fun. It was just designed to be menial task-wise. And honestly, I don't know how you would fix it. I much prefer the continuous resetting a block compared to the continuously breeding villagers until you get the one you want. Yes, I have actually gone back and played some old versions of Minecraft where that is how you get what you want and it's not a fun. Yeah. That's, that's worse than what it is now. Yeah, it's not even that, like, it doesn't add anything to the gameplay. So going back to that style of creating mob trades would be completely wrong. Yeah, I do find it interesting that two developers, big developers, mm -hmm. mentioned that, that how they don't like it, yet there had to been a developer that pushed it through. Kind of curious what they would do to fix something like this, if they want to. I don't know how you would change it to make it more fun. I mean, it's an easy system they've got now. It's, you know, a bit user-friendly. Yeah, I mean, the way you would change it would be the way you would trade or change your trading halls and uh, setups and stuff. It's only not fun doing it this way because that's the way you've set it up that way. I don't generally let a zombie eat my villagers and then revive them to get lower trades. I've done it before. I think I did it Ripple Effect Season 3. But it's so easy to get emeralds now. It's like, yeah, whatever. So that leads me to get more villagers that give me more emeralds doing different professions, which to me is more fun because then I get to theme more buildings around this villager's profession. If you're just building a one by two hall, 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 and you're expecting like magic to come out of there, it's like, well, no. But it's, it's you play the way you want to make the game fun. I think it's more fun when we create buildings for villager professions separately. You don't have a normal trading hall in general. What if, just for example, like like you you give their profession, yeah, and instead of like trading with them all the time, uh, I'm thinking of the farmer, farmer trader, how you can farm them for wheat or bread, however you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Also carrots, you know, any anything farmable really. The other villagers' professions, how possibly they can throw items at each other at certain times, and maybe you can collect them that way. Yeah, a bit like when you get... Um, like they're trading each other. Yeah, a bit like Hero of the Village sort of thing. Yeah. You could just make it exclusively Hero of the Village to get anything from a villager. Yeah. It's a bit, a bit similar to bartering then, isn't it? Right. The only thing I could think of that might be an advancement is we don't have a woodcutter, but we have a stonecutter. So if you go to a lumberjack villager, they would trade you one-to-one -one crafting recipes like stonecutter does. Bit of annoying compared to the stonecutter and how we all want woodcutters. Yeah. Woodcutters definitely came first in the world here. <laughs> yeah, it's a little easier to cut wood. Yeah. I think it's more up to the player to make it fun. The mechanic is a simple mechanic. It's easy for new players to learn. And 
you really can go like again maybe you're into farms and machines and stuff you can make a lot of cool machines that deal with villager trading maybe you're not into machines and stuff you're into just building and you can build a lot of themes based on the villagers profession they don't all have to be in a one by two space yeah i remember back in the day the old way you know how you have to breed them and they would have a set profession set trade options so bad yeah rough rough <laughs> Yeah, it was so rough I had to make a sacrifice chamber <laughs> because of how many I went through. <laughs> I had to sacrifice them. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Pretty comical. But yeah, I mean, instead of doing all that, you can actually choose. So I do prefer this way better than the last. Should we move on to the next topic? We have a question from High Hopes. He asked, in the, la- in the latest episode, you mentioned a custom texture for the treasure chest, which wouldn't be craftable. So my question is, what other item blocks, item slash blocks, could a similar approach be taken with? I really like this idea and think armor slash weapon slash tools would be an obvious one, even if there's no stat boost to it. Yeah, armor, weapons, tools, all easily can be manipulated ways. Mm-hmm. Customized. I have an odd one, but I'm going to save mine. Casey, do you have a block? That you would like to be non-craftable but has a, have a custom design? Like we did last episode, we talked about finding actual treasure chests instead of a chest when you dig them up. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's non-craftable. That's where you get them. Right, okay, okay. Just like a different texture to a, a block we use. I forgot, Casey probably hasn't heard last episode. Yeah. I haven't listened to the last episode yet. I'm, I'm, a, bad, I'm a bad patron. I'm thinking... It's a, it's a bit similar, really, isn't it, to sponges? Because they're non-craftable, and you can only find them in one place. Correct. Right. And a bit like gilded blackstone. That's, that's can only be found in bastions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't craft those. No. I would say probably something just you need other things for structures that are out and about. So nether fortresses could have their own chests that you can only find in nether fortresses. Mm-hmm. Okay. For example, I don't know, because chests are the easy one to go to because there's only one texture for chests, which is a bit, is a bit boring. And they're in different areas. Yeah, something themed to the area would, would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can always theme chests because they're in different looting structures. Even like the ancient ruins, you could throw a third type of chest. Yeah. It is a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. And it uh, needs some more food for thought, really. Jimbo, do you have a block? No. Simple enough. <laughs> I'm thinking like end. That's where that's where my mind keeps going is to the end. Everyone wants the end. Mm. Yeah. And there's there's one thing you can find at the end that you can't get anywhere else, and that's an ender chest. Maybe there's an I mean it's called an ender chest in the end, so I don't know how you can customize it, call it something different. And again, we're on chess again. You know, it's still nothing <laughs> too out of the ordinary. There's shulkers, but, you know, those aren't really blocks. They're mobs. Yeah, this is a, it's it's a good question. It's definitely tough. There's the item frames that the wings go in. Maybe those can be customized. I was thinking the wings itself, but that's where you get them. So, yeah, they're not craftable. I want to hear yours, though, Duds. Got to hear yours because I never got to look at this question till just now. Spill the beans. Come on. Put it out there. We're recording on Saturday night instead of Sunday night. I normally do the show notes on Saturday night. 
Sunday morning, so Jimbo generally does get a chance to look over them when he's popping in his, but I had to work on the air conditioning unit all day, so I did the show notes like 30 minutes before we were recording. Me too. Both Jimbo and Casey are flying blind for the most part, but my block that I would like custom textures that I cannot craft anywhere else would be an anvil. Okay. Yeah. Anvils get used for a lot of decoration, and I would like to see a couple variations of anvils we couldn't craft. You could have them in villages. You could have them in nether fortresses. Yeah, you'd have to dot them around a little more because they're only, I can only think of what mansions you can find them, and they're halfway broken. You can find them in villages. Anvils? Yeah, I think the blacksmith has an anvil. Oh, for uh, a workstation, right? I don't know if anvils are a workstation. No, that's a smithing. Right, yeah, I don't think you can then. But I'm 99% sure you can find an anvil at a... We're, we're Googling it right now, guys. Well, we're Googling this. We gotta Google this. Because <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not... I don't think you can. Only time I remember seeing him is in the... What is it? Woodland Mansion. The Woodland Mansions, yeah. And they're rare in there, so... Yeah, you'd have to find different areas for these anvils. Even if they are in villages, and I haven't seen them in villages, makes them even more rare. They're saying the only place you can find them are Woodland Mansion, and they're damaged, but I swore I've seen an anvil sitting next to the little lava pit. See, I see grindstones. Mm. That's where grindstones are. Well, maybe it's grindstones now, and it used to be anvils before they did the village and pillage update. Maybe. And I'm just remembering far away back then. At ancient time. Either way, a village would be a great place for these custom bottles. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. It'd be nice to have more anvils dotted around the world, really, because a wooden mansion is probably not somewhere that a lot of people go. Nope. So to have an anvil point you in the direction of combining items and enchantments and stuff would be, would be nice. Uh, Loki's chiming in live, and they say maybe have the villagers change a trade slot each day until you un- until you make that trade instead of consistently resetting workstations or giving a villager an item they trade to lock in that item on their trades. I can't read; my brain's fried. <laughs> uh, also, dear Moyang moment, and then they say I'm thinking like the soul shops. And Vault Hunters, maybe a rare item of the day that can't be locked in. I love that idea. That's awesome. Of course, that's also kind of like Wandering Traders. Yeah, kind of. But I think I think that would be a good mechanic to it. Mm-hmm. Wandering Traders usually don't have anything good. That's why everyone changes the Wandering mm-hmm. Trader mechanics anyways. So having rare items would be nice. Mm. Having villagers that can do that too is also nice. That could help the mending dilemma that we were having that we were talking about, how to make the game more fun, you know, use less mending. Mm -hmm. What if mending was one of the special items that you just can't get from a villager? It's a special thing that comes once in a blue moon, and you got to buy as much as you can to get that mending book. And it can be at any price. That would would be... I would be okay with that. Yeah, because, I mean, you can still find mending books throughout the world, you know, and items that have mending on it in the end. So it's not like you're going without. No. The only issue I can find with that is going back to what's the Nintendo Switch game that got real hot for a long time, had all the little critters on it. Pokemon. Pikmin. No, no, the, the, the Nook guy. Pokemon. Oh, Animal Crossing. 
Yeah, Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. So my roommate played Animal Crossing like crazy, and his biggest complaint was doing these daily tasks or whatever was just a grind. If you didn't do them, you felt like you fell behind. Mm -hmm. And it eventually wore on him enough where he quit playing. Mm. That's one of the, the worries I have with that. Yeah, it would need to be balanced, which is, then goes back to <laughs> maybe villagers just don't drop their trades down. Nethlag mentioned having, instead of custom skins, what about seeing a different enchantment table? So you could only unlock certain enchantment tables, or I'm adding on to this. Like certain enchantment tables unlock certain enchantments. Yep. Okay. It's again, it's a bit taking away from the player though, which is something Mojang doesn't like to do. But you're also giving options. Yeah. You wouldn't have to dial in your enchantment. You know, you spam the torches around the bookshelves and stuff to get the right level and stuff. You wouldn't have to do that anymore. Or suggestion from Arrington saying specific enchantment books can be added to tables, possibly to give you that better chance of getting that enchantment i imagine i have played a mod that does something similar to that and oh okay does make things different <laughs> that's for sure took some getting used to i hope we answered the question <laughs> we definitely kind of veered a bit jump back and forth yeah yeah anyways i've got four more questions these are coming from the spotify comments again spotify listeners thank you so much for reaching out to us this one's from Sam H, and they ask, what new villager types would you like to see in the game? Personally, I would like to see lumberjacks, beekeepers, and archaeologists. I think we had this one before. I think we might have, too. Yeah, I've heard about the lumberjacks and the beekeepers. Yep, the obvious choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These, like, it seems like something simple to come up with, a new villager type, but it always seems difficult for me to think of one that's relative to the game now. Yes, and it definitely happens a lot because the game is always evolving. Mm -hmm. So what you might have thought you needed, I don't know, 60 days ago, you might not need now. Yeah. I just, I just like would, I would like more villagers to do their profession, but like a fisherman villager. I never have seen a fisherman villager fish. No. Right. That's true. The only villager that does anything is the farmer. Correct. Yes. I guess the librarian, because they go and they read those. Well, they don't even do that, because there's not books on those lecterns. It'd be cool if they, like, sat down and read a book or, you know, was doing something. Yeah. I do like that. Maybe if you have an empty lectern and a villager takes it as their workstation, it puts a book on there. But if you walk up to trade with the villager, it closes the book, so you can't look at it. Oh, that would be, that would be good. Well, if it's wandering around... Sometimes they're not next to their... Yeah, that's true too. But I do like that idea. If they're there, why not make them do that animation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But New Villager. Yeah, New Villager's always been... I've, I've been thinking every time we get this quest. I think it's been a couple times. I just can't... The only thing I can think of, but I don't think would make sense because we have villagers that kind of do this, is uh, Minor. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, but we have villages or villagers that trade you different stones and mm. give you pickaxes and stuff, which is like a miner, so it wouldn't really... Well, see, I was going to say ores. Okay. They would specify an ore. So maybe if you don't have a fortune pickaxe, you can trade your silk-touched ores and get the maximum amount of fortune through them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you trade your diamond block with an emerald, and instead you get back four diamonds or something like that. Yeah, depending on their trade. Yeah. Okay. I can get on board with that. Would they be called a miner, though, or would they be called, like, what, a gemsmith? Spelunker. Uh, I always love that word. <laughs> it is a fun word to say. Oh, yeah. All right, next question. This one comes from CKRPS75. If there is one major Minecraft mechanic which you would want to tweak or change, what would it be? Inventory. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's kind of... It's very general, but yeah. Yeah, inventory is, is yeah, it's, it's not good. There's too many blocks and not enough space anymore. Yeah, I'm okay with the combat for now. I'd rather inventory be looked at. Mm. And I'm not saying I know how to fix inventory. I would like to play with inventory and try to find a way to fix it. Also, allay mechanics, tracking mechanics. Oh, yes, jeez. That's another one. Oh. <laughs> They're so dumb. Oh, it's the worst. They're bad. It's bad. Actively flying into lava is not. We were all there. Well, Duds. <laughs> D- Casey, you were there to witness it. I was there. I was there. That was <laughs> sad, but hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious, I'm not gonna lie. I had never been more disappointed with a mob vote. And that's saying something, because we have phantoms. But to see the LA win, I got so excited. And then to play with the DLA, Mm. I went, this is a waste. I'd rather not have this line of code in the game lagging it. Yeah, I would rather have had the glare, if I'm honest, than than the LA right now. I'd go with the copper golem, because at least they're cute. Yeah, yeah. If I want floating bushes, I can make them. (laughs) Craftable mobs. Bushes. Next question. This one's from I'm gonna say it Stanley Mabel. S T N L Y M B L. They ask frequently encounter beautiful environments and natural generation in Minecraft. I want to build, but I don't want to ruin the landscapes. Any tips? Stanley Mabel drown while looking at a coral reef. <laughs> you can go to a library and check out a lot of architecture books, especially in landscape architects. And the landscape architects generally don't do buildings. They're doing stuff like yards and state parks and stuff like that. But when you look at those books and you can combine them with another architecture book, you can see some formations that transfer between them. And that's really helpful. Yeah, I could see it as if you have it like a nice generation or a nice atmosphere, I guess. Mm-hmm. or view mm. build to where you see that view yeah you know what i mean build at the bottom of this mountain to where you you come out of your place and you see this mountain this awesome view you know you can build around it you don't have to build on no this generation build next to it yeah i mean that's why before we started the last season of ripple effect we had access to the sea a few weeks beforehand so we could scout a location that we wanted to build it mm-hmm mm-hmm for that exact reason. And that's why I built my Japanese base at a mountain, because it would fit in quite well with the theme. Right. The final question is from PianoCat492, and they ask, what kind of items and creatures from fantasy worlds like Dungeons and Dragons or Lord of the Rings would you like to see implemented into the game? I want custom swords that have custom abilities that I cannot craft or enchant. Yes, that would be nice. I've wanted that for forever. 
I was going to say trolls. <laughs> trolls. Trolls. Like giant trolls. We already have Jimbos. Yeah. We don't need trolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Goblins would be good. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Like boss-like trolls just come out of nowhere. Like another, need more mini-bosses, really. We really do. Yeah. Trolls, trolls would be good. Trolls would be in like the, what is it, the Mega Taiga? Yeah. I could see him being in there. We need some other bosses like the uh, Elder Guardians, really. Mm-hmm. All right, and we're going to wrap up listener comments with the Spotify poll. We asked, which of our mods would you like to see in Minecraft? And you guys chose the writable passive end mob. Yeah. Yeah. It won by 20% of the votes. I'm very sad the owl did not take it. Yeah, I like the owl too. Poor owl. Writable passive end mob. That's just an elytra. No, it's a mob. <laughs> it's a mob. A mob. You just want an elytra you don't have to f- craft fireworks for. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> My original idea is it can't leave the end. Ooh, oh. that does change things. Yeah, if you take it away from the end, it dies, so. Oh, yeah, and that does change things. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. End update confirmed. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, thank you guys for all those questions. Some of them from our Discord, and some of them were from Spotify. Discord's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take Arrington's word for it. hey oh! I hope you are enjoying the Withering Effect podcast. My name is Arrington, and I'm here to encourage you to join the Withering Effect Discord. It's a great place to share your ideas for future podcast topics, take part in our Mending Minecraft vote, and share your Minecraft builds with the community. Join today by following the link in the show notes. Thanks for the Discord ad, Arrington. And speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft vote. This week, we asked you to choose between one of three mobs for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were Guardian, Wither Skeleton, and Sheep. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Guardian. With 24 votes, Wither Skeleton and Sheep has tied with nine. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Guardian won that. Stupid Sheep. Uh, I I was one for the guardian yeah the guardian was fun to mend Mm -hmm. a few things about the guardian actually a lot of things yeah about the guardian they're pretty unique guardians are pufferfish like hostile mobs that spawn in in and around ocean monuments they can spawn only if spawning block and the block below the spawning block are both water regardless of stationary water or flowing water Guardians swim around in water, attacking any players, squids, glow squids, or axolotls that come into range of its laser. They swim in abrupt charges, moving their tail rapidly when doing so. When swimming, their spikes retract. When not swimming, they sink slowly and their spikes extend and quiver. I think I've seen that, actually. The laser takes two seconds to charge, doing no damage in the meantime. It starts out purple and fades to yellow. Once charged, the laser flashes green and deals six hearts regular damage, and could deal more depending on the difficulty. Guardian deal damage each time it's hit with a melee attack while it, its spikes are extended, similar to the Thorn's armor enchantment. And Guardians drop Prismarine shards and 10 XP 
when killed and also have a chance of dropping prismarine crystals, cod, salmon, tropical fish, and pufferfish. And that is all for the Guardian. It's a mouthful. Okay, I had, I had a little bit of fun with the Guardian, and I took <laughs> tropical fish as my inspiration. We should have different Guardians for different biomes. I know Deep Ocean's like the only one that Temple will spawn in. I think Temple should spawn in multiple biomes. And so if you have a Temple spawning in a warm ocean, they sh- like Guardians should have a different color, maybe purple, maybe yellow. And instead of, instead of lasers, I've never been a fan of the Guardian laser. When they hit you, instead of uh, the, the pokey effect, you get hit like a puffer fish. So you get poison. Like a poison? Okay. Yeah. For a very short amount of time, like a puffer fish? Correct. Yeah, because it just sounds like it's getting more dangerous, and they're already pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. For a cold ocean, the little poke will give you the slowness effect. Nice. Maybe have purple, blue guardians, whatever. And then elder guardians, in general... When they poke you, you should have a hypnosis effect where it just kind of does that wavy screen motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't swim away. You can't attack. And you obviously can't mine because you're getting mining. mining fatigue. Yes. That was my guardian fix. Yeah, I feel like once you're hypnotized, you're dead. Oh, yeah. That was the point. If you're not moving, yeah. <laughs> well, after, after our little Ocean Monument escapade uh, earlier this season... Uh... <laughs> I don't like those changes. <laughs> they're bad. They're bad enough. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they'd be more difficult. Well, without the without the laser. Oh, you're taking the laser away, right? I'm taking the laser away. Okay. So it wouldn't be too bad. So a trident would be ideal. Yes. To take with you. Yeah, make the trident even more necessary. Overhaul the trident. Really? <laughs> That's another topic. It is. Yeah, everyone wants harder mobs. They keep saying it, and I'm like, well, here you go. Oh. Here, here's a mending that get, makes everything harder. Yeah, but you don't want harder mobs. I'm a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing I would change or mend would be that I wouldn't have them drop fish if they're not killed by a plant. Hmm. Because it just clogs up your guardian farm. Yeah. No one's ever built a guardian farm for the food. Uh, nope. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's salmon's decent, but it's not your go-to. You know, it's even cod, definitely. Cod is just annoying. Tropical fish, even, I could go without because, you know, with the new spawning in the, what is it, lush caves, there's plenty of tropical fish to gather up there. Oh, yes. And, you, and you'll never need, like, a stack of tropical fish. When do you ever need a stack of it? To friend axolotls, I believe? Is that what you need to? Or no? They need to be alive, but you need buckets. Bucket. Yeah, all you need is a bucket of water. Yeah. You gotta feed them live fish. What? Yeah. Axolotl? Mm-hmm. You gotta give them tropical fish from a bucket. You just pick them up in a bucket. Well, you can just pick them up in a bucket, but to breed them... Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Anyways, Casey, you had a topic. We're getting low on time. We are getting quite low on time. We can probably ask a few questions, right? We got time for a few. Yeah, we we have time for a few. Should we talk about predictions for 120? Oh, yes. Absurd predictions for 120. Absurd. Or regular predictions. They <laughs> okay. don't have to be absurd, uh, I guess. Uh, 
You can get as, as absurd as, as you want, I guess. I have an absurd prediction. See, absurd's way more fun, Jimbo. It is, it is. We are going to be getting everything that has been promised previously and hasn't been delivered. <laughs> so we'll get bundles, we'll get archaeology, fireflies, we'll get firefly eventually. The biomes? Yeah, and the biomes, yeah. Because we've had biome votes and then they've said that, you know, we'll get everything eventually. But, you know, that's been a long time coming. We're talking like four years ago and stuff has still hasn't been added. I think we're going to get an update similar to that. Maybe, maybe with a bit of uh, <laughs> hoping we get an inventory update. That is my big one. It is rough right now. <laughs> it's not easy. Bundles will fix that. <laughs> Carl's in the chat. He said, Minecraft 120. Fine, have it all. We don't care anymore. That's the title of it. <laughs> I, I will say, I think bundles can be good, but I felt like they were trying to make an excuse not to make a backpack. Yeah. So they made bundles, and it was the completely wrong way to go. <sighs> they just need a UI, I think. Yes, like a backpack. Yes. <laughs> really. It, they do. They just, I think that is where it falls down on Bedrock, because I know they weren't added because Bedrock couldn't. Yeah, touch controls. Touch controls. Well, just add a UI then. <laughs> It'd be cool if the you can go old school with the bundle and like tie it to a stick and hold it over your shoulder. Uh-huh. Kind of like it's a backpack, but it's, you know, mm-hmm. over your shoulder on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I picture that when, like, like a kid's running away from home. Like, there's something over his shoulder. I don't know. Back in the day type of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I'd like an end update, please. But Yeah. I don't think... I, I have a feeling we're not going to get that right away. If we're getting some kind of dimension update, I think it'll be the new dimension Jimbo keeps talking about. Yeah. Mm. How's that? That one or end update was my two. Or are we going to get two updates in the next year? A smaller one and then a big one? Possibly. A bit like the Busy Bees update. Maybe. You know, something that's going to help, you know, fix the problems that we've had over the past year with all the new blocks being added that we have no room for. And then uh, maybe combat. Although, you know, we saw combat snapshots a few years ago. And we haven't seen anything since, but I know that all Raph has been working on them. So I'm hoping that we see something on that soon as well. That could go along with your, this is something that we teased and haven't gave you yet prediction. Mm, it'd be nice. Yeah, I do like the changes they made to combat, but I'm not, I don't know. I'm happy with the way it's made now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not complaining. So no, those who are complaining about it, you know, probably want it a little more than me. Yeah. I know that they were trying to uh, please the people that didn't want to update past 1.8. Right. <laughs> and I just think, I'm going to say something controversial. Do it. Get over it. <laughs> just get over it. I was going to say, that's not a controversial take around here. <laughs> Pretty standard. Me and Jimbo actually both enjoy, we enjoy the 1.9 combat update. It's, it's not the best thing in the world, but it definitely felt like an improvement over what was before. Oh, yeah. Definitely, because Bedrock is still like, that combat is still like that, and it's awful. Yeah. Another question I have for you is 119. How do you like it? Are you enjoying it so far? I am enjoying it. Mud is really nice, but weirdly enough, it doesn't feel that different from the previous update. Dun dun dun! I haven't, I, the only time I've been to a mangrove forest, or mangrove swamp, sorry, is uh, is to get mud. I haven't played with frogs. 
I don't have any intention of playing with frogs. Cool as they are, they are they are a cool mob. I I don't need to play with frogs. Yeah, unless you want like the light sources, which other light sources do just fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any intention of using them. My base. I've just gone for old-fashioned sea lanterns because that's good enough, and they don't look that dissimilar. Well, and you have a guardian farm. I do have a guardian farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it with the new light levels. I mean, that's a new thing, which is awesome. Also. Yes. Mm. It's fun to hide lighting, you know, in that sense. I love the new light. Le- that's like the best new mechanic we've gotten lately. It's the new light levels. Mm-hmm. Definitely made it so much, so much nicer to to light things up. The mood. Mm. So, have you been in the ancient cities or deep dark? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> we did a little group group raid. I think three weeks in on Channel sixty four, and we had a lot of fun. It's not meant to be fun, <laughs> but we had a lot of fun. The warden is a bit derpy, but... He got you, though. Oh, yeah, he got us a few times, a few times. <laughs> but, you know, he just put a bed down and just went back and got our stuff pretty much straight away. So there's that. It's nice having buddies there to distract him. Yeah. While they're dying, you go get your stuff. <laughs> we played a few games. We tried to play uh, Last Man Alive, Last Man Standing. That, that was That was good. That was good fun, but... It does sound fun. Yeah, I've been to a couple of ancient cities after just to stock up on swift sneak books, and uh, it they're, it's pretty easy to get around without summoning a warden, I have to say. <laughs> Unless you're Jimbo. See, I had trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I just get too antsy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are ways to do it, but I'm like, okay, I'll just open this chest. I see that shrieker. I know it's there, Yeah. but I'll just ender pearl away. So, uh, okay. That's what I've been doing. That's how I've been working. And then the Ender Pearl spawns another one. Yeah. Most of the time it doesn't. It just depends where you hit. Most of the time. On the ground, you're good. <laughs> but if you Ender Pearl into a wall and you fall and hit the ground, yeah, when you hit the ground, it'll trigger something. So just got to know where you're pearling, I guess. Yeah. Something I've been really happy with is Swift Sneak, actually. I can't imagine playing without it now. It took some getting used to, <laughs> I have to say. But now, going back onto the modded series, without it, feels so slow. Hmm. See, and I, I found I don't like Swift Sneak 3. Okay, yeah. Swift Sweet... Swift Sneak. Swift Sneak. <laughs> but Swift Sneak 2 is much nicer to me. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Nice. Yeah, I'm never crouch walking unless I'm placing blocks backwards over a gap. So it's less jerky, which is nice. Yeah. You do, you do get a bit of jerkiness to it, and it's yeah, that's what takes them getting used to. See, I'm always sneaking. I've always seemed to hit shift. I don't know why, but just middle gameplay, just mid game, I'm just hitting sneak for whatever reason. So I just added it this morning. It's the first time I get to play with it because I wanted to record it mm-hmm. with me using it, but uh, yeah, I finally was able to add it. I like it so far. All right, I think that's gonna do it for today's show. But before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Arrington, Omni, Bobo Plays Games, Fragile Rock, Funky Llama, Casey Plays Games, Loki, Nathlac, Vipers, Tuna. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, rate and follow us so you never miss a future episode. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. 
Jeez, I've said this a million times. It's so hard. (laughs) Doing any of these helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com. Tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. The amazing music you hear in the intro, or actually throughout the show, was created by the one and only Decoy. And a special thank you to our guest, Casey Plays Games. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. No problem. It's our pleasure. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Guys, I don't want to interrupt, but I really got to pee. I don't know if I, if I can hold it, so I gotta. Bye, Jimbo. I'll be really quick. I'll be right back. I would say this is the first time Jimbo's paused. <laughs> oh, and there's Carl's end of the uh, episode clip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I wasn't here for like five minutes. And then you guys, <laughs> we we carried on without you. Yeah, I was going, then I thought I was going to stop, then I just went again. <laughs> this is one of those. It's like, man, this is supposed to be quick.